The Placing You First podcast begins in less than 20 seconds. Visit crcgroup.com to subscribe, download our award-winning tools and intel articles that help you stay aware of emerging issues and trends, or get a snapshot of the insurance marketplace with our industry-leading ready indexes. You'll find it all on crcgroup.com under tools and intel. This is the Placing You First podcast. I'm Dan Wentz, and this podcast features news and insights from CRC's fast knowledge base of 2,000-plus associates who write in excess of $8 billion in premium annually. And we're giving you insider access to what's happening in our company and the types of insurance we place on this edition of the podcast. For the longest time, we've kind of been made to think as consumers that if I'm not sitting on the coast, if I'm not in Florida, if I'm not in the Carolinas or out in California, my property doesn't have a chance of flooding. But they estimate now that uh, almost 30% of flood losses that are happening right now are in non-flood zones, which are in zones where the bank is not requiring the insurance. This is the Placing You First podcast. Today, we're going to discuss personal lines flood insurance. Um, and this is a type of coverage that many agents may feel is particularly difficult. Maybe they haven't looked at it in a while just because, you know, they didn't want to get involved with it and, and learn all about it. But we've got a great resource here with us today. Ben Chepikoff with Arginia, which is a CRC group company, is uh, joining us for this call today. And he works on various types of personal lines, insurance, and Arginia has an online uh, program for flood. And we here at CRC have many resources for personal lines flood, personal lines in general, our personal lines practice is large and wide, uh, spans all different reaches across the country. But today, Ben is with us. So Ben is is great, one of the leaders with our, our flood program. Thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate it, Ben, and welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's, it's a pleasure to be here and I appreciate uh, just the opportunity uh, from you and CRC to get to spend time doing this. And I do have to say, you did a fantastic job pronouncing my last name. Oh, great. I was actually 12 before <laughs> I learned how to even spell it or pronounce it. So kudos to you. That's great. Oh, well, thanks, Ben. That's the, the mark of a true professional is to, to <laughs> ask you before the podcast how to pronounce your last name and then write it down <laughs> and repeat it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. right. You did do that. That's I funny. wasn't going to say it. You're funny. So Ben, let's let's get into this. Let's talk a little bit about personal lines, flood insurance. What do you feel? What are your feelings, observations on the current state of the personal lines uh, flood market? Um, I think first, from a positive note, I think there's tremendous opportunity in flood insurance right now. And I think that flood insurance is, is one of the most popular insurance topics in the country right now. I think there's a, a bigger demand and a bigger need for it than there's ever been. And I think retailers would agree that they're getting more activity from lenders, more calls, more emails, more foot traffic regarding flood insurance than they ever have. And so I think that not to degrade or or speak negatively of the NFIP, but I think as they kind of continue to deal with their struggles from a rating standpoint, losses, regulations, different requirements, I think that's going to bode well for different options with flood insurance. And so I think, again, there's great opportunity because there's going to become more and more options available for retailers and consumers as the NFIP kind of continues to encourage the use of of, uh, other outlets. And I think as we've seen just countless times from different storms, different hurricanes, different events, 
the the rainfall that we continue to see, and this is kind of more on a, a negative side, I also think that flood coverage, it's probably one of the biggest disparities that there is out there right now in, in insurance as far as coverage is concerned. I think that generally speaking, consumers need to have flood insurance. And there's not enough consumers that, that do have flood insurance right now. Hmm. So that's, that's interesting. So what are some of the reasons that someone might not have flood insurance right now or, or might not be considering it or may just have it on the back burner? Why, why is this put off? Yeah, well, I think a variety of reasons. Uh, number one, probably one of the biggest misconceptions of a personal line uh, insurance policy, whether it's homeowners or dwelling fire, is just the fact that they have flood insurance coverage in there and they don't. You know, uh, the difference between a hot water heater leaking or heating and air unit leaking is drastically different than an outside source of water coming in and flooding a home. That's one reason. Another reason is just having to, the quoting process for retail agents, you know, traditionally it's kind of been a, been made to be a pretty complicated process. I also think that for the longest time, we've kind of been made to think as consumers, because I'm obviously a consumer myself, that if I'm not sitting on the coast, if I'm not in Florida, if I'm not in the Carolinas or out in California, my property doesn't have a chance of flooding. But they estimate now that uh, almost 30% of flood losses that are happening right now are in non-flood zones, which are in zones where the bank is not requiring the insurance. And I hate to make too many predictions, but I would think that that number is just going to continue to rise um, as we continue to see these different events that are happening each year. And then as the numbers kind of come through at the end of it, and they look back on who actually had flood insurance, very, very small percentages of, of consumers or properties actually had flood insurance. I think that that's kind of exposing more of the need for flood insurance. And so I think it's kind of gaining some more attention on the agents to start pursuing it a little bit more and start learning it a little bit more. And just kind of another good note of the private flood options is that that process is a little bit easier than maybe going through the traditional NFIP market. And flood is particularly devastating, right? I mean, it causes a lot of damage. It causes a lot of damage. Um, and we're seeing the impact year after year, event after event on the consumers, on the insurance companies. And we just continue to see the problems. You know, specifically speaking, just the events that happened just this past year in Arkansas and in Oklahoma. And again, I just kind of alluded to what causes a flood. And, and historically, we've always thought of hurricane or tropical storms or storm surge. And I really think that we need to start kind of paying more attention to the inland flooding. I mean, the number one natural disaster in the United States is flash flooding. Flash flooding is heavy rainfall. It can rain anywhere. It doesn't matter what state you're in. And specifically in these Midwestern states, when you have 12 to 14 or 15 inches of rain over a few week period of time, eventually there's nowhere for that rain to go. And so you've got rivers that are rising, you've got levees that are breaking, creeks that are rising, and it has to go somewhere. Just specifically on those, in that event last year in, in Arkansas and Oklahoma, I think it was several billion dollars, mm. billions of dollars in flood damage in a Midwestern region that you would traditionally say that's not a flood area or flood region. But we're seeing these events countless times each year. Right. So it seems like the takeaway from this is even if you're in a low to moderate risk area, you have clients, uh, insureds that are in these areas, you definitely should be talking to them about flood insurance. What about uh, flood season? One of the things that, I, that people believe is that there's a particular time of the year uh, that floods hit more than other times. Is that true? 
Yeah. Yeah. I think there's some truth to that. Um, and I think specifically the truth would be for the coastal areas where it's, it's kind of flood season. But again, I just kind of go back to um, the flood events that are happening that we've seen happen over the past four and five years, whether it's Tennessee, whether it's southern Missouri, whether it's Arkansas along the, the Mississippi River, whether it's Oklahoma, whether it's the ice melting and there's and there's runoff uh, in the state of Colorado. The thing is, is that, and I hate to make light of it, but we're all in a flood zone. Unless you're sitting on top of a cliff or on top of a bluff, you have the opportunity of, of your property flooding. And so it can rain anywhere. It doesn't matter what state you're in. It can rain and it can flash flood. And I think that as there's more areas that are building, there's more construction, buildings get put up, houses getting put up, that kind of removes the, the ground and the grass for it to be so or, or for it to saturate as, as much as it used to. So again, when it rains all that time, got to go somewhere. So regardless of where you're at, coast, uh, inland, it's it's flood season all year round. Yeah. So you should be looking at it and talking to your clients about it for sure. Do you feel like most people are, you know, of those who have flood insurance, do you think they're buying enough flood insurance? And what are some of the risks of not being covered uh, the way you should be? Obviously, it's going to cost you more in the end, right? Yeah, it will. And uh, I think that's one of probably the biggest differences in so traditionally, you've got two types of flood options. You've got the NFIP, which is a federally backed program. Then you've got the private flood market, which there's various forms of that. Pretty popular uh, market is going to be backed by Lloyd's of London. One of the highlights or features of the private flood market is just the limits that you're able to, to offer. So I think traditionally, the NFIP on a, on a home caps you out at 250000 That's the max that they're going to offer on any house. So if you're on, if you live in a four hundred, five hundred thousand dollar home, you're obviously not getting the coverage to fully insure your house that could be possibly needed. So a feature in the private flood market is if you do have that three hundred, four hundred, five hundred thousand dollar house, and I know it kind of varies in different areas of the country, we're able to fully cover your house for flood damage. There's areas where you know just kind of dependent on where it's at that they have you know sufficient coverage. Uh, but I also think there's areas out there that properties are severely underinsured. Okay, so you mentioned the uh, NFIP, the the public flood policy. There, what are some of the differences there between you know NFIP and the the private uh, flood policies, the guy, the things that that Arginia offers really, and that you know yeah. most people should look at. Yeah, well, uh, I think for starters, the ease of use. I would put, and I can't speak for all private markets, but um, CRC's flood program powered by Arginia, I would put our flood program uh, option up there with it being as easy as, as anybody else's. So uh, one of the biggest differences is just the ease of use obtaining a flood quote, not having to feel like you have to be an expert or know everything there is to know about flood insurance. A lot of times you don't need an elevation certificate. I usually like to repeat that several times. Usually you don't have to have an elevation certificate. I like it. Um, we're able to offer, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're able to offer additional living expense. And so there's just uh, obviously higher limits. A lot of times our pricing is going to be up to half uh, the price of the NFIP. It's not all the time, but I would say a lot of times the pricing is much more competitive. And so I kind of feel like that in a way, you know, I'm, I'm very proud of just kind of the, the vision and the acuity of CRC of 
pushing this kind of flood movement out there into a national basis because, like I said earlier, there's a big need for it. And I feel like the program is going to empower agents to access flood, to write more flood, which in turn is just going to take care of uh, the disparity of flood insurance coverage by the consumer. And so that's a real exciting thing to think about. You know, something I think is probably one of the biggest testaments of the private flood market, specifically speaking about ours, is uh, you've got agents that have been in the business 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, and, you know, they'll get flood calls, flood questions, and traditionally they send it down the road, not messing with it, don't have time for it. Well, now, and I've heard this countless times from, from just being out in the field and visiting with agents, those same agents are now writing flood insurance. I've taken the time to learn a little bit, to educate themselves a little bit, and also with having a program that is so easy to use. When you get a flood quote within minutes, and it's a firm quote, every time you go on there into the system to get a quote, it's taken the, the work and effort off them. So it's just empowering them to take care of their consumers. And that's the most exciting part of it all. So those, those agents that haven't written it before should really be taking another look at this, uh, especially with the technology evolving. And that's probably one of the things they should be hunting out, right, is, is someone who offers technology that makes it easy on them, specifically if they're not Absolutely. doing this all the time, right? That's so, right. So that's exciting. I'm glad you brought that up there. Just thinking about flood policies, are there any issues surrounding non-renewals? Any challenges there? Um, you know, not not really uh, challenges. The only thing uh, historically that we've had trouble with, and this isn't just us, this is just a private flood uh, market in general, I'm not able to accept FHA loans. So if you've got a property that is backed by uh, the government, then they're going to require it's a government-backed flood policy. So that's kind of one of the only challenges that that we've seen um, so far. But other than that, we've been pretty wide open. Of course, we do underwrite. We do look at losses. We do look at different figures, and we will adjust accordingly and do what we need to do on a case-by-case basis, just like you would just in general on, on, on insurance policies. Okay, so I'm an agent. I want to write a flood policy. I'm going to give this a try. What information are they going to need to, to get started, to get rolling with this? I would say the first thing to do is, is just encourage you to, to pick up the phone, call your local CRC office, or get in touch with the Arginia staff who's got uh, very knowledgeable staff, underwriters who really want to take care of you, can walk you through the process, kind of take your hand and walk you through everything. As I mentioned before, we don't need a whole lot of information. Uh, We don't need an elevation certificate. Um, Literally, with a few pieces of information, you putting in a location address, we kind of let the technology, the geocoding system kind of do what it's supposed to do and which removes you from having to come to us with a whole lot of information. So I think that, you know, maybe the first couple times you're doing it, you'll get familiar with the system and it'll take a little time to get acclimated to it. But I think after that, you'll find that the system is pretty easy to use. And I think using an outlet outside of maybe the NFIP market is not as difficult as what you is what you'd imagine. So I would just encourage you to email, stop by, or, or send us a call, and uh, we'll do everything we can to take care of you. Absolutely. So if people want to learn more about uh, uh, flood insurance, personal lines flood insurance, uh, obviously they should talk to you, right? I mean, you're a good guy. Uh, someone at Arginia, our personal lines. 
uh, brokers and underwriters that can help you out here at CRC Group. If someone wants to learn more, where do they get started? Yeah, well, that's, you probably want to talk with me on a limited basis. You'll probably kind of get tired of that real quick. <laughs> um, there will be other underwriters or personnel or staff that you're going to want to deal with uh, more so than myself. Um, but um, uh, yeah, like I said, we've got staff available, underwriters available who can uh, walk you through the process and um and we encourage those phone calls because we want to develop those relationships, develop those partnerships with you guys. And okay. And by the way, Dan, you have got a fantastic radio voice. Oh. Somebody in insurance. My goodness. You are just, man. Incredible. Flattery gets you everywhere, sir. Thank you very much. <laughs> you want to do another podcast next week? We can talk more about increasing your bottom line. <laughs> yes, I would love to. That sounds great. You're sounds funny. great. Let's go next Thursday. Oh yeah. Okay. So that is, uh, <laughs> that is Ben Chepikoff. Thank you so much from Arginia. Arginia, of course, a CRC group company. You want to learn more? Uh, we've got the links up at crcgroup.com. We'll put them in the show notes like we always do. And, you know, just search it out. It's, it's uh, super easy to get started and no elevation <laughs> certificate required. That's going to stick with me yeah. forever, forever. And also at crcgroup.com, you can find a personal lines producer that is closest to you and get started with them as well. Uh, they are just as entertaining as Ben is, and they can help you out just as much as Ben can. Again, the website is crcgroup.com. Uh, great information today. Thank you for all your knowledge and insight and uh, taking the time to join us today. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Appreciate your time and the effort and, and just the support with everything. I enjoyed it. The Placing You First podcast. A quick note, CRC Group is hiring, and we want you to join our team. CRC is expanding nationwide, opening new offices and hiring at all levels. Join one of the nation's leading wholesale brokers today by finding the careers page on crcgroup.com. Also, stay up to date with everything CRC by following us on LinkedIn. We'd love to start a conversation with you there. And make sure you subscribe to the Tools and Intel newsletter. We send out our latest white papers and reports to our subscribers, and all we need is your email address. It's an easy sign-up at crcgroup.com. Thanks for joining us on the Placing You First podcast. Are you ready to take your career to the next level? Join Team CRC to gain access to best-in-class tools, data, exclusive programs, and more. Send your resume to resumes at crcgroup.com and read testimonials from our recent hires on LinkedIn. Search for CRC.